0: Welcome back to The Vibe. I am so excited because today we have meditation babe, merch babe, and all good vibes around babe on the pod today. Dominique Perkowski is a mega entrepreneur. I first found out about Dom through her company, 333NYC, where she sold sweatshirts and phone cases that said social media is bad for your mental health, and then I was obviously obsessed with it. This is my initial reason to follow, and then about a year later, I see that she's this whimsical star child meditating coach showing her new merch, Conscious Collective Club. And I was like, okay, it's time to have her on the vibe because she really embodies light, kindness, rawness, and a delicate sweet humor to her that obviously has me intertwined. Dom, I am so excited to have you on, and I would love if you could introduce yourself.
1: Um, Okay, first off, I love that you called me a delicate humor, like, that is literally my favorite description in the entire world, but hi, I'm Dom, I am a a Cancer Sun, Capricorn rising and moon, like we talked about (laughs) previously, like Alexa said, I am a meditation teacher who got certified through a 200-hour Tibetan Buddhist uh, meditation training course, which was absolutely life-changing and amazing. But beyond that, like, I feel like I am just, <laughs> this, like, I don't know if this is, like, a key to say it, but a student of life. Like, I love, I've always loved, like, spiritual, uh, spiritual teachings, understanding how the human mind works, mental health. So, like, since I can remember, since, like, college, I've been trying to learn as much as possible and help people with this kind of knowledge that I've had.
0: I love that. And where are you from? Just I'm explain. from
1: a... Well, I'm born, okay, so I was born in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. My parents are Polish, so I was born in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, and then I moved to New Jersey, but I'm back in New York, and I really do feel like, at, in my heart, I love New Jersey, I went to school in Jersey, but in my heart, I feel like a New Yorker, so I like, I mean, I feel like, like you're
0: just New like, Yorker. from like, a vibe stance, I've always, like, I've always thought you were literally born and raised in new york like that's just the vibe oh i get from you oh my god that's the most amazing
1: compliment. Especially I don't because know before, delicate humor del- <laughs>
0: delicate humor especially because before you started this meditation you were doing 333 nyc and you were it was like mm-hmm. more of a i would say the aesthetic was like darker like um it, it, it just reminded me of new york city like a girl who's like probably in combat boots and like a cool jacket and like you know, like it, that's the energy that I got from it because I don't even think I followed Dom Cha-Cha until a little bit, until this story that I'm about to bring up. That's when I actually started to follow. <laughs> that's when I started to follow you. So I think the best place for me to start on how I found Dom was, so our connection really lands with your brand 333NYC. And I remember it like it was yesterday. I ordered your phone case. I was so excited when it came. And then after one day of having it, and I never lose my phone ever, got my phone stolen. The first thing I did when I got home was got on my computer, DM'd 333NYC. I didn't even give a fuck about my phone. <laughs> I literally was like, okay, the phone will come, but I need the case. So I I reached out to you guys and just like literally probably sent you a five paragraph like... <laughs> Email essentially of like why this happened? Why did this happen to me? I need another case and you were so sweet to give me a discounted case and I was just super happy and I was like You know this this that's when I found out you were Dominique You were the girl behind behind 333 for all I know it could have been it could have been a team of for all I know I didn't know who it was, you know, but then when I found out I was like, okay I know that whoever this girl is practices what she preaches and then I followed you I would say that was last two Septembers ago and then I started following you and then you like literally popped out of nowhere being a meditation teacher and I was like what is up girlfriend (laughs) so (laughs) so that was my initial like intro to you and I want to know what was your initial reason to start 33NYC? I
1: love the way that you like described like Coming into 333 NYC and like the vibe behind it, because I see 333 NYC as like my first kind of foray into expressing this like spiritual mental health side of me to the bigger world. Because at the time I was. I mean, I'm still in my young 20s, but I was like younger 20s, like just going out, doing all these things. But like internally in my life, like this was such a big passion of mine. I like really cared about mental health. I really was fascinated about how the mind worked Mm -hmm. and I had had clothing brands in the past and I had worked in fashion in the past. And so I was like, okay, how do I, how do I bring this new passion into the world that or like this internal passion that i'm kind of like secretive about i want to bring it into the world and how do i do it with a passion that i already have which is fashion and i just put the two together and brought them into the world and it was a way for me like i thought talking about mental health i thought talking about vulnerability about emotions about all the things the way the mind works uh is so normal like i loved it it was like my favorite thing to talk about with people and but i noticed that it wasn't normal so like through clothing it was really like you were able to talk about it. Like people could see your shirt and be like, Oh, I love that shirt. It hits me in a a certain way. And I didn't know like that I felt that way or something, or it would start a conversation with people. And so it was kind of just like me trying to normalize it and make it super cool in the sense that it was streetwear and streetwear was like really popular at the time. Um, And then donated proceeds back to mental health charities that I felt like super passionately about. So yeah, it was a way for me to like, Bring this <laughs> budding passion out into the world and I, ha-
0: and I and I think that that's amazing and I feel like you know I find it fascinating that you've always been into mental health because That you're open about it because I think a lot of people are Working on themselves, but don't want to actually say it and even like this is gonna sound so silly but even with that phone case, the reason I was so in love with it was because I loved that when people looked at my phone, they said, don't look at social media. Like it, it and like maybe to some, and it was like with this, I think it was like with a cigarette kind of logo vibe or something like that. And it was just the way that it like went, that it like really struck me. Like in those three days that I had it, people would be like, what's that case? What does that say? What is that? And I'm like, I'm like, exactly read that and read it loud and read it clear. And I remember wanting, I I still, I'm actually, I still want to get a sweatshirt because like, those are the kind of things that like draw me to people. I'm like, why did she start this? Why would she want to start a company? And then I was going to ask you, and this is just like a brief question because we don't need to get so deeply into it, but. What is your affiliation with fashion? Like, how did fashion come into your world? Because I have a question about fashion and then mental health after this, but how did fashion erupt into your world too? Like, was there an influence in your family or like.
1: No, <laughs> it did not come from my Guys, family. I mean, she can see um, Dom's face. She's like, I? No. <laughs> God bless my mom. Like, I love her, but no, this was. I don't like. I don't know where it came from, but it like I at one point thought I was going to be the next Anna Wintour. Like I uh, loved fashion. I fell in love with it in like high school for some reason. And I think the reason why I loved it so much is because. Like I was a weird kid. Like I feel like that's not surprising when you like talk to me. Like I have a like I'm way too bubbly (laughs) to like. We literally have to
0: be like, we are starting this podcast now. And I asked her if (laughs) we could start early at six fifteen at seven o'clock. So that just goes to show you how much the two of us can fucking chat
1: yeah talk and i like so like i was like used to like from elementary i'll show you photos after this podcast like you will crack up but from elementary school into like the beginning of high school i got bullied like all this stuff and fashion for me was like like me being able to change who i am like it was my first like ability to actually transform myself for me too because it made me feel good internally at the time, everybody was like, what the hell are you wearing, dude? Like, I was, like, the only person in my grade really, like, wearing that stuff. And then I just, like, really enjoyed how it allowed me to express myself and, like, showcase creativity, um... And, it was, and then I in college, I thought that I was going to literally be the next Anna Wintour. Like, I did every fashion internship, every free fashion internship under the sun, I did it. Like, my, I was like, Dad, this is my passion. I need you to pay for my train tickets to, like, go intern for free. I'm dead. And then I got... Then I got into the world of fashion. I was like, no one's laughing at my jokes. Everybody's really serious. I don't know if I can do this.
0: <laughs> so I ask about fashion because I do believe fashion and wellness have a lot to do with each other. My style always represents my mood and I say this because even when I am feeling a certain way and want to channel shift, I will wear what I know fits that shift or mood or vibe. And I do believe you see a lot of wellness in how someone takes care of themselves or artistically puts themselves together. You can really honestly tell a lot by, I'm not judging a person by their, just the way they look, but you can really get a vibe. Again, we were talking about awareness before off the pod, but being aware of yourself and how people really are taking care of themselves. So when did fashion and wellness collide for you?
1: uh it's like I feel like it's like an on again and off again process with like fashion and wellness I'm like I'm taking wellness in the sense of like uh expression yeah. more so than like like and so I go through period <laughs> I go through periods of like reinventing myself like every year I feel like there's a new dom and not in a way where it's like fake or phony but in the sense that it's just like the, this is the growth that's happening to me, and so like the way that I express it changes too, um, and that changes through clothes, and that changes through like my hair. Like it just, it, I try to like really embody the change that I feel. I actually tried to dye my hair brown like after my meditation course, and my friends were like, "You don't need to do that." Like uh-huh. you don't need Did you to see do my,
0: that. My face. I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> my brother like, you don't need to embody it that hard, honey. No, <laughs> like, no, 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 No. no. You're such a, you're such a you.
1: Stay you. I know, I know. I got like, I got like really shifted. Like I, like I'm naturally brunette, but I'm Polish. I'm hundred percent Polish, but I got my dad's brown hair. I really got chipped on this, (laughs) Um, but I think it just goes hand in hand. Like, I don't really think to it too much. I just like, like whenever I feel like I'm changing, like my style changes with me and it just, it, it. it's it's beautiful to be able to not only on the outside show it but also like feel it actually on the inside and when people notice the ship from the inside it's so beautiful because like you can see that they're interacting with you in a different way than they have before too
0: totally so i know know that
1: that i hope that answered your question
0: no it did it told any answer you give me is the answer that it's meant to be
1: Okay. Oh my God. I love that. That's
0: so beautiful, No, but seriously, (laughs) if if I always tell people, I'm like, don't get caught up in like the script that I sent you because that's just like, that's just so that I I just don't want people to get like, like be sitting there thinking so hard. It's just so that you have an idea, but like whatever you're meant to say, like that's what was meant to
1: come out of you. You know? I'm so happy you said that because I looked at your script for like five seconds and I was like, okay, I can do this.
0: Yeah, that's, but that, and that's all I want people to do. I don't want them to like have a whole typed out answer. I just want you to know that I'm not here to like fuck with you or fool you, you know? <laughs> I'm not here to like stump you by any means. So I obviously read up on you and I really love this on your website. It's quote unquote says, but I'm not some baby Buddha that was born sitting on the cushion, all Zen and introspective. No, I started off like we all do, wanting some peace from from what life and my mind was throwing me. Can you please tell us this profound moment when you discovered the idea of peace within and
1: wanting to feel it? I mean, this profound moment is like literally has to be recreated every single day like (laughs) to remind myself like so in buddhism they call it like refuge so you take refuge when you meditate and you go into a peaceful space because you know that your mind is throwing things at you that um aren't peaceful but like the true essence of you is peaceful and you can change your mind towards that direction is empty of of nature um it (sighs) It has to be like created and recreated every day. I think at least, uh, that inner peace is something that sometimes it's harder to find. And sometimes you need a little bit longer to really sit and be with it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a always process. Like, I don't think you ever, I don't think as humans, we ever, unless we reach enlightenment, quote unquote, I don't think we ever reach like constant inner peace. You know what I mean? It's like always that
0: practice. Oh, and I I think I wrote that somewhere in this, that it's an everlasting practice. But I mean, you know, I think, you know, I'm a yoga instructor. I was telling you, and I'm, I have my, I was also telling you as much as a Sagittarius as I am bubbly, I also have a side of me that's super depressed and sad sometimes. And I think, you know, I have my weeks where I'm like, oh my God, I have found what I need in me (laughs) to have it go on and then the next day will go on and something will like, Happen and I will try to use all the tools. And I'm like, all right, so we're not a 100% happy. <laughs>
1: we're not. I mean, I, like, I was just telling you about my call with my therapist, and I was like, I was crying on this call because I'm like grieving something. And he like brought me to a place of stillness where I was still internally, but I was still crying. If that makes any sense, like, I feel like it's, I remember when I, this is like a really weird phenomena that I actually like understand now after 2020, the capability of allowing your emotions to be as they are without attaching meaning to them or without trying to change them or rationalize them or analyze them. Like I used to be a person where emotions came up for me and I would be like sad emotion. I have to do something or like, I'm angry. I have to do something like I have to change something immediately right now. And now like, it's more like the still, the inner peace is not the the lack of negative quote unquote emotions. It's more so the stillness while all these emotions are going on.
0: So I interviewed this woman, Tina Marie Clark. I don't know if you know her or not. She's incredible. Yeah, I follow And her. yeah, she's the best. listen to our episode. It's it's it honestly is one that like is really near and dear to my heart. And she is now, as you can imagine, I talk to all of my podcast guests now as like they're my movies. But you know, she talks she has the shift stir method and she talks about the sit mm-hmm. and whatnot. And she was like, you know, I've been going through my own things, and every time I'll like reach out to her, and she's a mom, she has two boys, like she's busy. But every time she'll get back to me and she'll she'll always be like, well, it's been a couple of days. Have you like sat with the, with the uncomfortable, the uncomfortability that you're supposed to sit with it? Like you're not supposed to feel better yet. Like you're not supposed to, if you did, she was like, if you did, that'd be fucking crazy. And I'd love to know what you did to do that. But like, have you been sitting with it? And I'm like. Yeah. Fuck man. And she really has been such a healing part of this, but like actually hearing somebody and like someone speaking to you, even if it's on FaceTime being like, you need to sit. There's a someone like God, whoever you believe in is, is, is this is a lesson. Like thank them for this lesson that is going on right now because it's happening for a reason. So sit with it. Like you're not meant to, this isn't supposed to be comfy laughing. Let's talk about it. Let's gossip. This is meant to stir you. This is meant to yeah. shake you up for a bigger reason.
1: Uh, yes. Preach it. Preach it. Feels like I have this tendency of trying to rush through my emotions and, but like the power that has come and we were talking about this, how 2020 was like the worst, but also in a lot of ways, like a really good year yeah. to learn about inner growth and learn about yourself. Um, like the power that comes from when you're able to actually sit and feel your emotions and not go grasp to go out and drink, not go grasp to go look at your phone, not grasp to to go gossip about other people to feel better about yourself. Like the power that comes from actually feeling the things and then realizing that, oh my God, this is so fleeting. Like this emotion, today I'm angry, tomorrow I'm sad. Today Today I'm confused, tomorrow I know exactly what I'm doing. It's so fleeting, so it doesn't you get to move with it instead of attaching meaning to yourself with that emotion. I think, it's, we, it's I think so the
0: keyword you just said, keywords move with it. Yeah. You know, you really have yeah. to be like fluid and, and okay with, you know, we never expected a pandemic to come with, you know what I mean? Like we have to adjust and like, that's the same thing with life and whatever problems we have to like, sure. We're going to cry. We're going to be upset, but we have to adjust and we have to like, adjust with awareness not with like a fake idea in our brain that like okay a week has passed everything is fine again it's like no 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 honey
1: you're gonna need a little <laughs> no more no, no. no no time to cry No, <laughs> it's like oh a week has gone by let's cry <laughs> yeah that's why I talk about like I feel like I talk about crying a lot on my profile and I'm I'm sure there's people who like read it and they're just like this girl like talks about crying a lot and I'm like yes because it's so powerful like the second that you allow yourself to feel those emotions and like cry whether it's out of joy whether it's out of anger whether it's out of like oh my god release or like I'm grieving this it's so beautiful it's such a beautiful like showcasing of emotions that are so genuine and, and amazing without like attaching meaning to it without just being like, ah, I cry because I'm human. You know what I mean? Totally
0: dumb. <laughs> Literally, I cry every podcast episode. So if I cry, I just don't think anything of it. But I'm going to send you a clip from my from my podcast that I just posted this week. I'm crying thinking about it because at the end of at the end, I had this like cosmic he- healing energy, amazing girl. And at the end of it, I just start crying and I go, Maddie, I'm so sorry. I cry at the end of every single podcast. I don't know what's wrong with me. And then afterwards we finished and she was like, I just want to let you know, like crying is the best thing that you can do for yourself. And like, it's, it's so important and cathartic. And she was like, those were happy. She was like, I want you to remember like, those were happy tears. Like there's a difference between like sad tears and happy tears. And like, you were feeling good in that moment. Right. (laughs) And I was like, yes, I felt amazing. But it's like. I was like, you just, you brought back a little piece of life in me that I, you know, maybe wasn't existing before, but I always cry. Yeah. And I feel like I'm, if anyone listens to my podcast, they're definitely like, yo, she's about, yeah. she's, they, they can probably notice the moment that I'm like, so, um, <laughs> but I, I'm, I a, big, I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm a big cry
1: person. I can't do it. I cry by myself. Like I can't do it in front of people yet. <laughs> Oh, I can't. I mean, I can in a verse Okay, maybe that's a lie. I feel like I can. No. Maybe I can. I
0: don't know. You, you, you believe me, you... There will be a moment in time that you can. I've cried to almost every single guest. I'm not even kidding. And it's always been in just, like, the most inspiring form. Or, like, you know, with Tina, I did bring up some... We both had similar pasts and childhoods. And it can get... You know, it can get... It's, it's important for me having this platform to, like let people know that it is okay to like, you know, I for instance, I lost my dad when I was 10 and I still cry all the time and like, it's okay. You know, like my life is fine. I miss him. It's all good. We can talk about it. I feel, I mean, I could cry now, but (laughs) nonetheless, it's like, it's a good thing to like, be able to cry. And it's also like, she said something really special. Tina, I really hope you listen to this episode, but she was like, I find my most vulnerable. I'm my most soft when I'm my most vulnerable. And I feel like that's the same for me. Like those moments that you really get me when I, when I'm crying, that that's my most vulnerable place that you're going to get me. So like, if you're trying to dig deep on me, catch me when I'm crying. Cause like, I will, yeah. I will let it all down. Literally, I also like calm
1: down. <laughs> I love what you just said about like everything's. I feel good. Everything's great, but I'm crying because like I actually just had that conversation with my ther like my therapist before, and he was like, "Look, I'm like aware. Like everything's great. Everything's going really well, but there is still like sadness or grieving or like whatever." it's the most beautiful example of life. Like life is not, oh, you're happy or you're sad. It's like this mix of both. And that's what creates the beauty of life. Like you need one to feel the other or like appreciate the other.
0: Absolutely. And it's like, kind of going back to how we were talking about trolls, which is just like another thing, um, (laughs) um, you know, with all of those sad moments, we're going to have to, we're going to do an episode, but with all of those sad moments, I have to show gratitude to all the amazing moments that I have because, and that's a practice that I've probably really, really started implementing, like in the last eight months, I would say, because I was like, I feel like all of us were complaining a lot with the way of the world and whatnot. And instead of complaining, I was like, all right, so this sucks, but I'm going to make sure that I compliment that. But with, but I get to spend time with my mom, which I wouldn't have had to have before. So it's like, you know, kind of being okay with not being okay. And like trying to find the light at the end of the tunnel. It's not about being uber positive. It's just about really
1: practicing gratitude. Yeah, for sure. I think like this year specifically got me to a point where the bad was so bad, but it created so much good that like I now have a hard time differentiating between what what does bad mean and what is good mean? Because sometimes bad can happen and you don't know. It might lead you to the best thing that's ever happened to you, but it has to happen because in that moment, you're meant exactly like you said to be taught something, to learn something, to do something different than what you had known. And like when we move with it and we, we just extend our belief to imagine that it actually is good, that it's happening for us. Then we like align ourselves with the flow of the world. And then it becomes good to the point where you could just like not know what's bad or good. Like you could just be like, yeah, this is a sucky feeling, but I know that this sucky feeling sometimes leads to really great outcomes. So like, now what is bad and what is good? And that's like emptiness. But And I, um, and I
0: love that you just said that it's happening for us. Because yeah. everyone is always like, this is happening to me. This is happening to me. I'm like, no, this is happening for you. This is no, happening for dude. you. And I always like to tell people, like, think about the Ariana Grande song, Thank You Next. Like, there is a yeah. reason. She's showing great, great gratitude to the people that showed her what now I think she's engaged with what now true love really means to her, you know? Mm-hmm. But she – and that's, like, kind of in that same sphere of things. And I'm actually going to skip this one thing because we kind of just did it in our own way, which <laughs> okay. I love. Okay. But when someone meditates with you, whether it's a friend, a client, whatever it may be, because I do believe that teachers – have their own vibe and their own way about things. And, you know, as a yoga instructor, I feel I bring something different than the next yoga instructor. I'm sure you feel the same way about yourself. Um, so when someone meditates with you or has a session, what do you want them to feel? You and I both definitely know what fe- having an influ- influential teacher feels like. And having that makes you want to be an influential teacher as well. So what do you want people to feel when they meditate with you?
1: I... Genuinely, like I I call myself like an uncertified, I'm a certified meditation, uncertified hype man. I (laughs) want people to feel that they can come as they are and be celebrated for who they are in the moment, whether like you're trying to change, whether you're trying to do these things, like you're on this journey and you're allowed to celebrate yourself exactly as you are. Um, I just love people. And I think everybody has like such a unique everybody all of us in the entire world has such a unique story and like we we judge ourselves sometimes so hard like oh i should be more like this i should be more like that i should be more like this and like yeah true like we can always change we can always like develop different characteristics we can move but like you're exactly who you are in this moment right now and you should appreciate that and i want people to come into a class and feel supported to appreciate be appreciated as that like i just i just want people to feel unconditionally loved
0: (laughs) as much as possible i mean i'm gonna be honest with you Dom. we've been talking for an hour and i i feel unconditionally loved (laughs) as i'm sitting i'm like totally i'm I'm totally saying it seriously i'm like if you ever want to do a yoga or meditation moment like let's go because i am i'm married to you now i feel i feel it in my soul like i I I and you know that's also something really amazing too is like you know, I talk to so many people, and I really do, like, feel people in my soul, like, I really do, but I, I truly, as we're, like, across from each other, (laughs) we're across the screen from each other, I actually feel, though, that, like, you're right here, and I actually, like, feel so heard, and so seen, and, like, Um, I feel um... like, you know, I, I can feel, like, your energy, like, again, like, beaming through here, and, like, even, like, talking about life and whatnot, it's, like, to hear that you want people to just feel their truest selves and feel seen and heard and feel good is like, there's just not enough people like that in the world. Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna cry. (laughs) I I am crying. Because there are not not enough people in this world. And you know, I actually posted something on Instagram today of my friend Isaiah and I dancing at CryoFuel before it closed. And so many people, I make friends with everyone. The coffee guy, the this person, the UPS man, you name it. I'm best friends with them. (laughs) So I posted this video and it was from it almost a year and a half ago before COVID. And it was Isaiah and I. And I'll never forget when I first posted that video and people were like, how are you friends with the guy at the front desk? And I was like, I love him. And he's not the front desk guy. He's my friend. And I feel like you have that energy about you too, where you're like, no, I don't care that, like, what you do or what you're, like, as long as you offer me, like, that, like, safe space and, like, good energy, like, that's all I need. And I feel like it shocks people sometimes that that's all I need. And I'm, I'm so accepting of, like, if the coffee guy gives me a coffee, not even just for free, just hands it to me with a smile, I'm like, thank you, fucking handsome sir.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I you noticed, just made like, my I'm day, like, so I'm going to so-
0: make yours.
1: <laughs> Please. Hi. Hey. Oh, you're good. You're good. I good.
0: <laughs> you're good. Don't worry. <laughs>
1: Literally, like, what? Um, I think that just like going through my own healing also has like made me so much more aware. Because I had so, like, I hang out with myself. the free I've been hanging out with myself for 26 years now and there's still stuff about myself that I don't know that I'm acting out of like out of pain I like accidentally do things that I'm not aware and I think that they're normal and I could be unknowingly hurting somebody so now when I see other people holding this pain or holding these insecurities or holding anything else I have so much more compassion for it because I'm like yo like I've done it too like I have that too and like you are loved even if you're still battling whatever you're battling with, like,
0: and I literally wrote I just, that in a caption. I was like, and if anyone asks me again, why I'm not just like kind or befriend whoever, it's literally because I believe everybody deserves to feel that kind of like light and excitedness, like whatever that might be for that person. Like I hope yeah. to offer that into their world, even if it's for 2.5 yeah. seconds. And I feel like you're that type of person too. And I'm, I'm not saying I believe that, I know that just from our time talking, I can just feel it. So for these next three questions, consider consider them like rapid fire, like nothing too crazy, nothing too intense. But for those who want to start meditating, what advice would you give? Because I know for people who ask me, they're like, I can't do it. I can't sit. I don't know. One of my friends just reached out to me saying, I haven't been able to sleep. Should I start meditating? I'm like, I love you. Like, like, no, but yes. That's not how you're going to fall asleep yet, but no, but yes. So what would you say to somebody <laughs> who's like, I like that friend, what would you say to someone who wants to start meditating?
1: Okay. I would say one Find a teacher at first. Find a teacher until you get into an actual, like, pattern with it. Guided meditations are great, but um, they lack the ability to tell you exactly, like, what you're doing. Um, they just are trying to do it quick. They're trying to give you a moment of peace. You don't actually learn the amazing benefits of meditation. Plus, they're really easy to, like, put off. Right. Two, stick with it. Your yeah. mind is going to tell you. Your mind, like your mind is going to tell you literally everything you don't need it. It's not working like uh, it's not long enough of a time your mind is going to try to tell you that you are not meditating, right? Um, If you have a teacher, you'll know that you're meditating it right but stick with it as long as you can. um, And just Google the things that you need to learn like don't don't give up on it like everybody can see everybody that has seen amazing I mean, this is people see amazing benefits from this. And we all go through that point where we doubt that we're doing it right. right. Like all of us do still to this point, I did a 200 hour course. I still sometimes I'm like, am I doing this Yo, right? I'm like, a yoga
0: teacher. And sometimes I'm like, "Fuck, did I show the right pose or did I not?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like your mind will make stuff up, um, to like get you not to do it and not to enjoy the process of it. And I think yeah. I had one more, but those are the big ones. Like it.
0: you, you can always come back to it. So what yeah. has been the most challenging part about, meditation and teaching meditation for you
1: (sighs) meditation in general this is what we talked about i think um, for me because i didn't know what i was doing initially when i was meditating i use meditation as a way to inject more of what i thought i should be so i use meditation to inject happiness into me or inject like joy into me when i felt sad because i didn't want to address the sadness. Um, it wasn't until I got my teacher last year, and then I finally got certified, that I was able to sit with myself as I am, and then it bring my mind to focus on joy, bring my mind to focus on happiness, not trying to force myself to be happy. And that's exactly like what we talked about, which is like seeing how like life can sometimes be hard and dark and difficult, but at the same time, there is joy and there is happiness and there is beauty during it. So just trying to positive toxic toxic positivity myself was my first biggest struggle with meditation um teaching meditation i don't know like uh, teaching meditation is such a joy i guess sometimes it's like hard (laughs) i have to gauge how weird i can get because i can get like I came into meditation, I, I, I'm, I, like I told you, I'm a cancer sun and a Capricorn moon rising, so I'm a very logical person, like I think things through rationally, so I see meditation as a totally logical thing, like obviously it's a muscle in your mind, you're going to move your muscle, you're going to work that muscle out, you're going to be able to focus and create focus, relaxation, more of the things that you want in your life through that but I can also get super spiritual. Like I can oh, get like I love it. weird universe, like all I that mean, stuff. Hey, like, it
0: totally goes to the stuff. same for me with teaching. It, it totally depends on the crowd. Like if yeah. I know that I can be fucking, wacky and fun and <laughs> and whatever or if I know that I can be witchy and spirity and woo-woo or maybe I know I have to be super professional and just keep it like yeah. in the terms and in the way that they want it. you know what I mean so it totally you have to read you have to know how to
1: read a room for sure at the end of the day we're doing the same thing we're trying to get people to bring more of themselves into the world and bring more good into the world so like whether you want to say like the universe or like you yourself it's what we're trying to do as an end goal.
0: So, what has been one of the most, actually, what has been the most re- rewarding aspect while starting your meditation business?
1: Oh, I'm gonna cry. No, cry. Like, actually, no you should cry. Like, know let if it I'm go. I'm gonna cry. I don't know if I'm gonna cry. I was sobbing earlier uh, this day. I actually, I was talking to a friend about this, but I, we were, try- this is not, does this have to be rapid fire? <laughs> no, 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 this,
0: this doesn't, no. The next, these next three are not rapid fire. So you live your life, baby. It'd be amazing. Say like what I you need to intensity. say.
1: <laughs> so, so me and my friend were recently talking about like manifestation and like manifesting our goals. And like we were talking, I was talking to her about my goals and I was like all the classic ones. Like, oh, I want uh, a lot of money in my bank account. I want a lot of followers on Instagram. I want to like blow up. And, but they weren't hitting in my meditations. Like I wasn't getting excited by them. And she was like, well, you haven't figured out your why. And so I sat with it and she was like, we were talking about it and she was like, what is your why? And I was like, I just, I want those cool statusy things because I want to know that there's more people being able to be affected by my work. Like that there's a human being out there that looks at my stuff and is like moved in a certain way to either be themselves more or be more vulnerable or put more good into the world or try something new or just feel less alone in the world. Like, God, like I can do anything. It'd be to make people feel like they're supported and feel less alone in the world. And so I was meditating on that. And, um, I got really emotional in my meditation. I pictured a girl coming up to me and saying those things and being like, Hey, you helped me through a really hard time. um, and then I like got into that. I like went to my phone and looked in my messages and I had a message from a girl who literally said, no, uh, yeah, like I appreciate your so much. It's helped me th- through pretty rough times, especially with the pandemic. So thank you for posting such inspiring and deep messages. It's seriously the best. Uh, when I tell you that I started sobbing, when I tell you that and people said like I start like I get so emotional about these things because I'm just like wow like there is somebody who doesn't know me who could be moved to like i've inspired i, I don't want to say i've inspired but people have told me that they've done meditation courses because of me and like that is amazing like i want people to just be their best selves and anything that i get to do to allow them to experiment with their like i don't even know how to explain it well, i just want i, I to want you to i don't
0: know if you remember this but i was probably like I don't know maybe like a month ago but you did like a meditation live and then you posted it and I watched it and I, I really I really needed it that day I remember like thinking yeah. like I like you know when you ask for like a sign or like something and you're like yeah oh give me God. something and you did that and I wasn't there for the actual live but then I, I, I did it after and I wrote under and I was like I really needed this today and I know that you probably yeah. see that a lot but like I don't think people understand what, like, those words, like, I really needed this, like, means sometimes to people. It's like, it's like, after that moment, and, and I urge anyone to, like, sit and listen to a a two-minute meditation, whatever it may be, just to try to, like, get into it. But, like, when you get something that you really need, it's, it's like, there is no other feeling like it. It's like, it's like, it's like the medicine that it's like true. Like we were talking about only natural things. Like it's like true medicine yeah. to your, to your brain and to yourself saying like, it's going to be okay. Breathe. Like it's okay. Yeah. You know? And like, I hope you know that in you sharing your meditations, even for me, I meditate all the time. It brought me so much like enlightenment and above all it brings, it reminds you that there's a collective that's feeling the same yes. way. And that, you know, we're not alone and that sure, we have to live in this like cyber world that may not be comfortable, but that's part of like the life that we have been, again, this is teaching us something, but I do want you to know that even me, somebody who considers themselves very spiritual, like I was really moved by your meditation. And I was really like, it's like, it's like, I can listen to as many meditations as I wanted, but I obviously needed like that human to human feeling
1: oh my god that's so amazing i love that you said about the collective part because like i was literally just thinking like the thing that like i feel like hits is why it hits so hard like Ramdas says this thing that's like we're all just walking each other home meaning that we're all impacting each other and that beauty the fact that you can impact a stranger that you never met in a positive way uh it's just like moves everything, everything, everything for me. Like, like
0: it's, it really is such a beautiful thing. Like it really is. And I just hope, you know, it's, you've moved me and, oh, I love you. And it's, it's really. i up, I'm
1: sobbing my eyes out for hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna
0: cry. I'm like cry, cry, <laughs> cry, cry. cry. Um, okay, so on to something a little bit lighter. Are you someone who has a ton of friends or a few really good friends? If so elaborate. I'm someone who has few relationships but they're all like my family. And I would say I'm so friendly, like we just talked about before, but to mm-hmm. actually be a friend to me means something much deeper, you know? So tell us about your friendships. You don't need to name any names, but I kind of wanted to know what your friendship vibe was like. And then I have a question after that goes deeper into that. <laughs> so just know that.
1: <laughs> um, I see, I like, I naturally am the type of person that if I love you, like, I love you. And that means, like, if you need me at 2 a.m. in the morning, like, and you call me and you're like, hey, Dom, I need you. Like, and we, like, have that vibe, I'll come get you. Like, whatever. I consider, I have a lot of, like, friends. I love to network. I love people so much. And I consider everybody my friend. But I think it's, like, kind of what you're talking about. I have true crew of few where I'm like this is my best friend of 15 years these are the people who have been by my side through the pandemic this is the person who always has my back this is somebody that I can trust to do this and those are like my people but it's hard because that expands like I have my entire meditation mtt class that i graduated with 62 people i've never met them in person i feel like i have know all of them like way better than i've known people i've known my entire life like totally and it goes, it goes and it flows so like sometimes you'll have like a really strong relationship with one person and then i'll like that relationship will like go away because life flows with like yeah. that. And then you'll come back and you'll be like, ah, I missed you so much. Totally. <laughs> like, and I always
0: yeah. say like those are also kind of like the best friendships to have where you don't even need to yeah. explain why you've been missing or gone and you can just kind of pick up as long as it's not hurtful, you know, obviously in that sense. Yeah. Um and that leads me into my next question if you're ready. <laughs> and this is gonna be our, ready. This go is gonna it. be like our end all be all. But you know, I mention friends, girl whatever kind of friendship, because you have to find your vibe tribe and who flows with you. Literally, as we just said, they move with you. <laughs> I think people sometimes forget quality over quantity. And those relationships I have are so real. I mean, I literally called my best friend the other day who's been in Aspen for like four months. And... Um, I literally, she was like, what's up? How are you? I was like, I'm doing good. I actually think I want to cut my hair short. And she, literally <laughs> that was the most time of day she had given me. And it was like, I, I mentioned this because we're so close that in that moment, I think she felt like, my hair is going to be cut. It's like she felt herself yeah. in my skin and everything. And she immediately called, you we texting, she called me and was like, "Absolutely fucking not Pamela. When you hear this, <laughs> I know you're going to do this. And the amount of times we talk about hair, I have really insanely long hair. It's pulled back right now, but it's almost like that friendship And I have a few friendships like that, but like she could feel me like she was like, there's something wrong here. Why would you want to, why are you, why are you Britney Spearsing it? What's going on right now? Like, tell me what's going on and you're not cutting your hair. And if you do, I'm going to, I need to be there presently with you. It's like how my mom won't let me dye my hair. It's like, you know, those are really (laughs) close relationships, but I really am somebody who, again, I'm friendly with everybody. But when it comes to those friendships, it's, it's, it's a, it's a small tribe and as I get older, I realize how, how small I want to continue to keep it. And that only means I want to continue to bring joy to the world. But I now recognize my worth and, like, the worthiness of my friendship and what that means to be my friend. And same for that other person. And, you know, I feel like you're the exact same type of person who, like, you feel your friend's pain. Like, like, my friend felt that haircut happening before it even happened. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's almost like, a, it's like another type of energy that you just can't explain. And so I was just curious, like, in your own in your own world, like, do you feel that you're that kind of friend with your friend who like feels like, you know, let's pretend they broke their leg. You could be like, I feel the broken legness. Like, that's the kind of person I am. Like, I, I get so close to these few people that I'm like, your eyesight's wrong? Oh, my eyesight must, must be wrong too then.
1: <laughs> do you know what I mean? We're both, what are you, we're yeah, like, I, doing I just this. feel like
0: we're both going in it, we're in it together.
1: Yeah. But it's very, it's, it's, you know. It's, it's, I do to a certain extent, I completely agree that like that, that happens to me. But in the sense where like, it's all love and I just want to take care of them. Like I just yes. want to be with them. But one of the things I have been working on this past like few years is to let my f- friends be themselves and grow at their own level and to trust that their journey is taking them where they need to go listen and to, to be there as a-
0: <laughs> what i said i want everyone to listen to that say that again one more time
1: <laughs> i like, don't even remember what no, I said. you're, letting, you're <laughs> like, letting your friends grow allowing, at like, their own pace allowing my friends to grow at their own pace allowing them to be their own people because like geez, the amount of time my friends have looked at my healing, my best friend has looked at my healing and she's been like, you got to stop doing this. And I'm just like, no, I have to figure this out for me because like, if I don't learn this myself, I'm never going to learn it. I'm just going to like, I'm not going to be able to process it. So right now the practice for me is being a pillar of support, being myself for my friends. If they need me, I'm freaking there. But again, allowing them to grow, allowing them to do it on their own because that's the, like the way that they're going to be able to learn and grow and take the lessons that they need.
0: I love that. And Dom, yeah. I really love you. I've really loved <laughs> love like you. from 6.15 to now 7.34, <laughs> it's been a fucking ride and a ride that I've oh, gone again goodness. and again and again. And I would love, for you to leave this episode giving people some positive words, vibes, something that sticks with you when you're going through it. And you're like, okay, let me get back. Let me get my brain back because we have life and we have to keep going. What are, what's something that you like, doesn't have to be an affirmation, but something that you always can come back to, return to.
1: It's, this, is all, it's, this is all for you. I had a really powerful, I remember having a really powerful meditation once and my highest self came down to me and I I asked her like, what's one thing that I need to know? And she was like, this has been all for you. This is all for you. And it's all for you. Like everything's happening for your greatest good. Like your biggest, I won't go in (laughs) that. That's it. Like everything is your angel in disguise, really. That's I what love it that. is.
0: Well, Dom, I love you. Thank you for coming on the vibe. Where can people follow you? Tell us about the like Conscious Collective Club. I want people to have your merch. I want people to know everything about you. Where can they follow you? Tell us it all.
1: Oh my God. Follow me at, at Dom cha. That's at D-O-M-C-H-A-C-H-A. It's really fun to say. Um, and yeah, just follow me along. We're coming out with new meditations. We're co- where
0: me <laughs> literally i talk about out. like i say we as if like as if i'm with like a crew of 10 it's like just me and myself <laughs> and <I>. it's like <laughs> our team is working really hard it's like nope
1: just myself <laughs> me and all my me and all my different moods <laughs> literally
0: <laughs> okay so follow you at dom cha-cha
1: yeah um there's going to be new meditations coming out. There's going to be new offerings coming out. Just follow me. DM me if you have any questions on meditation. I'm here for you. Like I want to be your meditation friend via Instagram. I'm so happy to be that for you guys. So well,
0: thanks I love for having me. Thank you are you. an angel. You're an angel. And everyone, thank you so much for listening to the vibe. You are all beautiful. And I really hope this found you well.